It's fine. Am I not loud enough in it? It's not that. It's just okay. Is this close know. enough? Yeah, I'm okay. sure that's okay. I'm sure future Ben's <laughs> gonna get a real treat there. Future Ben. No. It's weird. <laughs> you give her one weekend off from the show, and she comes back <laughs> like this, ladies and gentlemen. We take one weekend off for my birthday, and she comes back at full capacity. I don't. I don't make the rules here. You're literally 50% of this show. You absolutely make the rules. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how was your weekend? You know, it's pretty relaxing. We actually haven't done too much this Honestly, weekend, which is Honestly, it's kind nice. of the best part. We, and we're going to do a lot next weekend, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that they'll miss a show or anything, but, yeah. It's true. It is very true. Next weekend's the big one, right? Yes, but they don't know about that yet. Oh. Just kidding. Next weekend's not the big one. Wink, wink. <laughs> clap clap just when i was thinking i didn't have something to go into the show with and there's the show opening right there <laughs> welcome everyone to b&b presents a24 7 a podcast where two people who live together and love each other make their way through the entire a24 collection one film at a time i'm of course one of your hosts ben and joining me as always is the lovely the talented the never being sewed into certain animals flesh (laughs) well maybe this time she was her her name is brianna oh okay she got out of it (laughs) Oh, that was a close one. Yes. I didn't think I was going to be able to talk again for That's a why minute. you don't accept invitations to Canada. I just thought that reading that note on the bathroom wall was the right way to go. I'm sorry that it took us on a weird detour yeah. to a creepy guy's house. He's just lonely. No. Or not, maybe. Psych- lonely and psychotic. Yeah. Aren't all serial killers lonely? Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Ted Bundy was also lonely. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that is that is quite an accusation. Um, is it though? Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> so what are we what are we watching this well, week? <laughs> well, we gotta we we have to. Un- unfortunately, guys, sad news. Brianna is going to be stepping away from the A twenty four news desk. Yes, but she has one last broadcast to bring you. So, with all the A twenty four news that's fit to read, here of course is Brianna Hickey on the teletype. I was going to make the same noise. That's really weird. It's like you were inside my head. I don't, I don't have that noise saved on, oh, the, yeah, yeah. Saved on the computer right there. Yeah, to put up later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the final news reporting for A24, we have a very special birthday gift for Benjamin Colton. Ooh. Ooh, what is it? Hold on. Well, it starts with a B and it ends with a G. This just appears to be a major award. <laughs> It is the Auditor Award from... Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yes, it is. And it is shaped like a... Say award. it. Say No, it's not. It's a very special award. It is a, shaped like a butt plug, plug yes. candle, guys. And if you haven't got one from Joyce Studios, I'm pretty sure that's the name of the place I got them from. Yes, it is. They made the Auditor Candle 
and it's amazing. It is. It's, it's so one good. One of my favorite gifts from this birthday. It will be posted on our Instagram, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. At BNB Presents underscore. Or we'll talk about it now. And uh, shameless plugs. A-B-P. Always be plugging. <laughs> Always be butt plugging. <laughs> and she named the show too, guys. Gross. <laughs> we watched a movie about that today. Actually, we did. We did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh wow! What it is, might be the best thing that one of us wrong saw. with us. I won't lie though; the candle smells incredible, Despite which sounds being, disgusting yeah. when I say it's a butt plug. But you're, you know, just just trust me. How on many this people one. do you think you'll be able to trick into smelling it and thinking it'll be gross, and then they're pleasant? I kind of hope they just fall like think I'm lying about it, and they don't realize it's like a candle, and yeah. they're like, "She tricked us. It's a butt plug." <laughs> yeah. Oh. But yeah, if you want to see it, it'll be up on our socials. Yes. And you have one more piece of A24 news. Bodies, bodies, bodies. It's out. It's, it's available to it's see. It's pretty fucking good. Yes. I'm someone, not going to lie. Someone kind of owes I an got, apology. I owe an apology to anyone who was involved in the making of this movie because I thought it was going to be stupid wow. AF. This is nice. This is the first time someone's apologized to Pete Davidson and not the other way around. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Poor Pete Davidson. Especially in the movie. You guys should really check it out. <laughs> I gotta say, without saying too much about yeah. it, because, you know, in like a hundred and something episodes, we will talk about it, but yeah. I liked it a lot more than I thought it was going it's to. It's got a killer soundtrack, I'll tell you that. Yeah, you you as the person yeah. who runs the soundtracks around here understand Yes. That. I'll say this, I don't think it will ever be as good as the first time you watch it, especially yeah. with like knowing what you know about the end, because... If you guys don't know, it's a whodunit. Yeah, and on the soundtrack, if you like Charlie XCX, you should check out her song from there because it's it's so good. I mean, I love Charlie XCX. I've seen her live and incredible. That's a real person, huh? Yeah. They talked about her on that other movie we watched yes, today. Yes, she's good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a guy when they said Charlie. No, no. I mean, I mean, it could be, I don't know her pronouns. They, them, it, her. I don't know. You never know. Sorry if I get your pronouns wrong, Charlie. But oh, no, the song is are. incredible. So good soundtrack. Check it out. And that is the final news from me. Brianna Hick, the new anchor will be the walrus king himself, the butt plugging master, Benjamin Colton. I'm on a, I'm on a roll the today. Part, yeah, I can't yeah, stop. You're butter because you're on a roll. <laughs> that is, that is very true. You know, We've talked about nicknames for me when you introduced me, like I'm coming into the ring. The Daiquiri Man. Not a nickname. No, but it's not a nickname. The Southern Dandy. Definitely not the Southern. Well, Southern Dandy could go quite well with the butt plugging man, so. You, you set yourself up for that one. The Terror of, of Lake Montezuma. Like That's are, not one at all. Well, not yet. Oh, my God. Um, he will be your news anchor. Your yes, new news anchor. I'll be taking over. New, new. Hi, I'm Chuck Colton. Brianna Hickey died last night in her sleep. And then I will be doing soundtracks at the end of the session. Yes, we will have a new segment going forward where she talks about the soundtrack and what we found in it. It's going to be a little rough at first because I will say some of these movies don't have killer soundtracks. We'll talk about the score as well. We'll talk about the music a little bit and we'll get into that and we'll see what we come up with. And if it sounds terrible, we'll, we'll move on from that too and find a new segment. A yeah. new new segment. Yes. We'll keep improving until the show is perfect. Yeah. And then I'm going to destroy it. And then we'll end it because we feel like it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We already have what's after A24. We no, figured that out. No, Ben day. has what's after A24. <laughs> I think you're on board with it. We'll see. They're all movies you own. I know. How could you hate it? 
I'm feeling a little feisty today, guys. Literally. I'm a little angry about the movie we have to tell you about today. A movie we have to talk about? I'd love to introduce it. Go ahead. Okay. The next movie is the 2014 film from A24, and it is known on IMDb as a comedy horror. And the film follows a brash and arrogant podcaster who gets more than he bargained for when he travels to Canada and interviews a mysterious recluse who rather has a disturbing fondness for walruses. Sound familiar? Well, of course not. None of you went out and supported Kevin Smith when he made this movie based on a podcast idea he had with his friend Scott Mosher on pot, on Smodcast 143, <laughs> The Walrus and the Carpenter. But I was there. I was there three times in a row. None of you guys were. None of you guys sat in the theater and saw Justin Long, Michael Parks, Haley Joe Osment, Genesis Rodriguez, and Johnny Depp in a near unrecognizable role as Guy Lapointe, which he took no credit for. This is, of course, the 2014 movie that none of you supported, okay. written and directed by Kevin Smith, <laughs> starring all those people. This is, of course, Tusk. Now, shall we dispense with the chaffa, Mr. Brighton? Perhaps it would be best, in this our burgeoning relationship, to reveal our hearts with absolute candor. See, for some time now, I've been constructing a very realistic walrus suit. And I believe with just a few minor modifications it will fit you perfectly. Jesus, what the fuck? But whilst in the walrus suit, you must be a walrus. There'll be no sound of a human voice. You must communicate Everything you do as a walrus, do you understand? Please, please, I Be not vexed or heavy of heart, Mr. Brighton. We, too, are embarking on an expedition not unlike that of the doomed Anastasia. <laughs> Their mistake was they looked for the monsters out there. They should have left the dark. The beast has always lied within. Why? Why are you doing this? Why? Why? To solve a riddle older than the Sphinx. To answer the question which has plagued us since we crawled from the surf and stood erect in the sun. <laughs> Is man indeed a walrus at heart? Tusk, let me tell you guys. Hold, 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 please, so we can get to the the first question I always ask. Had you seen this movie before? No. I have actually specifically avoided seeing this movie. Oh, this is one of the avoids on the yeah, list. Yeah, and... Um, She's got one more, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, which I'll have to watch again, because we chose to do this like idiots. I've got a real theory. She might try to break up with me the week before that movie, like, just for a week to see if I'll forget about it. Like, we'll be on a quote-unquote break. Yeah. And by that, yeah. I mean he'll be sleeping in the guest room. I won't, because it's his this fault. This is my condo! <laughs> sleep where i want yeah i don't want to sleep in that room upside down like a vampire bat i will yeah 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 we'll we'll see about that you know this is exactly why he ran off to canada because his girlfriend was being like this no it was not and uh if you get to the next segment for us which is oh that's correct well 
before we get too far into whether who did what to who, who turned who into a walrus or whatever happens in this movie, we have to get through the who, what, and the why. And before we get to the why, we talk about the who and the what. Who's in this and what's this movie about? And we do that in a very condensed, very finite, very well put together segment called AKA Brianna Hickey is going to read us some wiki in the discussion. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just get right to this whole fucking plot of this story. Best friends Wallace Brighton and Teddy Kraft host the popular podcast, The Nazi Party. Spell it. The N-O-T-S-E-E party. That's right. Mm-hmm. They said that. Where they find and mock humiliating viral videos. Wallace flies to Canada to interview the Kill Bill Kid, an internet celebrity famous for severing his legs with a katana. Upon arriving in Manitoba, he is surprised <laughs> to learn that the Kill Bill Kid died by suicide. So I'm going to stop right there because these are pretty big paragraphs and I'll break this up. So uh, first of all, the Nazi party already. Well, remember, it's because only one of them flies to go see things because the other one doesn't fly. I know. Yeah, because he does yeah. not see it. The Nazi yeah. party, though. Well, remember, he's going through customs and he encounters yeah, yeah, yeah. that, he encounters great that, large, guy. that, that large gentleman with a beard. I don't even know who that guy is because he's just kind of a background character, but he is hilarious. His name is Harley Mortenstein. Oh, he had me dying. He was great. I think he is a comedian. I would imagine he is. Yeah. yeah. So sad. So they mock people on the internet, of course, which is like, you know, I'm like in, in a catch-22 because it's they put themselves out there on the fucking internet, but also it kind of sucks to mock certain people, I mean, right? Like, I mean, it's kind of shitty to a certain extent. To kind of pair it with what we watched last night, this is the typical setup for a horror movie where yes. somebody, you have to do something Bad. in a horror movie. You have to transgress against something yeah. to cause the fact that what's happening to you is justifiable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if he went up there to do a serious sit-down interview with this kid where he was like, how are you doing? And, like, was super empathetic to him. It almost what be... happens to him next yeah. is pretty fucked up. Agreed, yeah. But the way he's going about it saying, like, I can't wait to talk to this kid. I can't yeah. wait to... Like, they're making fun of him. Oh, yeah, by far. What's about to happen to Wallace is totally... <sighs> So totally okay. So the, to a certain extent, extent within, the, a certain within extent. the rules of horror. Yeah, yeah. So the Kill Bill kid kills himself. That sounds like so bad. When he drives Oh up, my god. When he drives up and gets out and then comes around that corner and there's just a funeral party. And you're just like, <laughs> you're like, fuck. <laughs> so upset that he flew to Canada for nothing. Quote unquote, not upset he that the kid died, by the way. He decides to find another person to interview. He finds a flyer from someone offering a room in his home for free and the guarantee of hearing interesting stories. Intrigued, he arrives at the mansion of Howard Howe. A retired seaman in a wheelchair. What Howard we haven't Howe. said is this. The two podcasters, and what are their names again? Wallace, uh, and, Wallace and Teddy. Teddy is played by Haley Joe Osment. Yes. Who is the little boy from The Sixth Sense and does not look like the little boy from The Sixth Sense except right in, in his eyes. eyes. Yeah. yeah. It's the yeah. only thing you're like, that is him, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Wallace is played by Justin Long. Yes. Who was told by his agent and four other people, do not do this movie. It will ruin you. Yes. And I think in a way it kind of did. Justin Long? Yeah. Really? What has he done recently? Uh, Justin Long is in so many things, especially, I think, after this movie. I feel like you're thinking, like... No. Let's, let's... I mean, there is a lot of work here. I won't lie to you. Yeah. He's a working actor. Justin Long is good. I think he's not... Actually, I think he is underrated, honestly. Oh, I think he's... Honestly, you know what? Yeah. 
if Jason Schwartzman gets canceled, he can step right in for it. Agreed. And like yeah. can take over he whatever did Jason Schwartzman. Alvin does. and the Chipmunks in fucking twenty fifteen, so that's after this movie. Lady okay. of the Manor in twenty twenty one. These are all the wave. For him. The lie. Barbarian. Yeah. House of Darkness. He's done some weird shit. Comet. I don't know what that is. He did movie uh, 43, which is right before this movie. That also probably didn't help. Yeah. Who was he in movie 43? Um, I don't know. Fake rock. Have you ever seen He was in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot in 2019. He's good in that. Yeah. He plays plays their gay lawyer. Frank and Lola. I don't know what that is, but he was in that. Ghost Team. I mean, I think he's in a lot of, like, smaller movies. You know what I mean? But he's been in a lot. And I I think he's he's in TV shows, too. Yeah. Yeah. I buy it. So anyway, so they meet Howard Howe, which is played by... Michael Parks. This is this dude's wild. Now, do you now do you know this guy? Mm-mm. Okay, do you remember from Dust Till Dawn? No, I didn't watch that. You've never seen from Dust Till Dawn? No, October. We'll do it in Halloween time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You said he's like a character actor, right? Who does spooky things? Right? He doesn't just do spooky oh. things. He was like at one point kind of like. There's always like in almost every generation a group of guys who like kind of got the scraps of the big leading man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's kind of one of those guys. Mm. He has like a he has probably like two hundred credits to his Holy name. Crap. If I was gonna guess, like, yeah, that's wild. Hold on, let's just for funsies see what. Yeah. Michael Parks' acting credits say for him. He has 145 acting Oof. credits. Um, he has four soundtrack, one director, one producer, seven archive footage, 15 self, and one thanks. That's like, wild. Wow. That's, that's very so impressive. So he's in a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this. He is a guy that Smith, mm-hmm. Tarantino, and Rodriguez all grew up watching in things because they knew him. Yeah. And he, and they all used him in movies. Oh. He's in From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. He's in Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. Oh. He plays the sheriff in Kill Bill. That's right. Who you goes, who goes, that. who's the brat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah. Like, he pulls yeah. down the sunglasses. That's, that's okay. Michael Parks. Okay, so how are you? He's also how? the pimp Esteban in Part 2. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which is him kind of doing brown face to a certain extent. But... To an extent, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's a retired seaman in a wheelchair. Mm. So, Howard tells the story of, a of how a walrus, who he named Mr. Tusk, rescued him after a shipwreck. Wallace passes out from a secobarbital, secobarbital, a drug, laced in the tea that Howard made for him. The next morning, Wallace wakes up to find himself strapped into a wheelchair and his left leg amputated. So. Fucking okay, Howard. Okay, I'm, I'm going to teach you something. Yeah. So there's there's three parts to a magic trick. Um, the first part my is called the pledge. Yes. The magician shows you something. Yes. <laughs> and the pledge for this is him showing us him going to the house. Oh. The next part is called the turn. The drugs and the tea. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so that's where you pause. Yeah. And then we talk about it. Oh my bad. But it's, it's okay. Too late. It's okay. It's Too okay. late. I gave yeah. the whole situation away. No, no, it's okay. We don't know why he cut his leg off. Not he yet. He tells him it's a spider bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll say this. I mean, that's next. The so... scene where he first meets Howard yeah. Howe, from where he talks to Howard Howe yeah. to where he passes out, that is 18 minutes. It's incredible. Of pure dialogue. And those two yeah. had to learn that. That's very like that's a lot. Like, say what you will about Kevin Smith. I know a lot of people dog Kevin Smith yeah. in a lot of ways, which I don't think is fair. I think no. he's actually a very he's pretty good, talented filmmaker yeah. for a guy who kind of created his own universe. Yeah. He really likes dialogue. And those two share a dialogue back and forth that is incredible. You get so much information and 
I think every five minutes you were like, no, I don't like where this is going. Well, you get so much information and you also get just a vibe the whole time. It starts out kind of friendly and you're like, all right, maybe he's not so bad. And then it gets kind of weird and you're like, oh, okay, something's a little bit wrong here. And then it gets even more fucked up because you can tell that Justin Long is starting to get kind of like woozy or sleepy and you're like oh what's in that tea like what's in the tea and then it gets creepy i think my favorite moment is where he's talking about what the thing is on the mantelpiece which oh, turns out to be a walrus bone. penis it's a walrus penis it's the bone that's yeah, in yeah, the walrus penis, penis to make it hard because yeah. it's so large yeah and it cuts from Justin Long and goes, this is a walrus cock. And it cuts back to Michael Parks and goes, I'm a dirty boy, aren't I? It's like, so fucked up. It's because you can, because if you know this movie, the thing about this oh. movie that I love is, and you know it only because you like. I've known about well, it. Well, you're publicly conscious yeah, enough yeah, about yeah. it to know. If you don't know what's coming, oh. the moment where he wakes up in that wheelchair and he pulls back that thing. That's as good as any horror thing in that year. It's fucked up. Like, yeah. I don't even know what else came out in 2014. Yeah, horror. but that's scary. You know it's what? creepy. He tells him, he freaks out and he says, what happened to my leg? And he says, oh my God, a, a brown recluse bit you. And he's like, a brown recluse bit me. And he just keeps like going about this spider bite. So, so oh, Howard yeah, reveals fine. that he can still walk and lays out his plans. Oh, we need to tell you howard is in a wheelchair i think it said that they but said he's, howard's in a wheelchair he's yeah. in a wheelchair so we assume it's a pretty even playing field two guys in a two wheelchair. guys in a wheelchair you assume that i, I knew i, I was assume, sitting there I was you've like, seen it i yeah, assume I oh well it's great justin long can just get the fuck up on one leg and wheel on out of there or something and like i don't know it's because the thing is they don't like immediately like they cut to dinner later that night. You can tell that there's been some yeah. time passing since. Like, I'd say there's probably been, like... A couple hours. Three hours yeah. since Justin Long has found out, I no longer have one of my legs. Yes. So he's sitting there, and I think Justin Long's kind of, like, come to the realization that, like, this guy might be there to, like, butcher him. Yeah. And there's a moment where, like, he, like, really, like... The guy goes, like... He does this really upsetting voice. He goes, he goes, yeah, the spider. He goes, I saw it. It was itsy bitsy. And he goes, itsy bitsy. In this like horrible. It's almost childlike uh, in a way. Taunting voice. Oh, and then he taunts him. He taunts him at dinner. So he lays out his plans, right? And this is his plans at dinner. He plans to fit Wallace into a perfectly constructed walrus costume in attempt to recreate Mr. Tusk. And Wallace freaks out and starts screaming for help okay like screaming and then he starts taunting him and mocking him by screaming back at him and it's like we're in the middle of nowhere canada like you're you're not gonna get any help at all the problem i think though is that he leaves the his cell phone out wallace's cell phone is on the table so yeah i think he leaves the cell phone out and that's a bad that's a bad that's the thing. It is. It's a weird mistake for it him is. to make. But then again, Ted Bundy once said in an interview after he was caught, he said, "It's funny to think about how in the zone you get mm -hmm. with what you actually want to accomplish." He said, "Realistically speaking, he goes, there was times I was so in the zone about getting it done, I forgot where I had my hammer." Like, oh my god! So, like, if you think about it, that's kind that's of an fair. interesting way to look at it too. He might be in full rampage mode. He might know that like everything's closing in on him to a certain extent. Well, the point I say it's weird is because after Wallace hears his phone ringing, yeah, remember, and then it says Wallace sends a voicemail to his girlfriend Allie, Leon, and Teddy, and Howard then knocks him unconscious. Well, here's the thing. Let's talk about dinner before we get to this phone that's call. That's where, too. yeah, that's where it goes. He stands up. 
Oh. And you were just like, oh, no, he's he's mobile. And he just comes over and fucking cracks Wallace across oh the mouth. God. And then he tells him, like, I'm going to put you in a walrus. You're going to be a walrus. And he basically gives him, like, an ultimatum. He's like, you can act like a walrus or you can die, pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so he calls his girlfriend and Teddy, his best friend, who you find out at that point that they're sleeping together. Which is so fucked up. I mean, but at the same time, you kind of don't hate it because, like, Wallace is pretty much said without saying, I'm going to get blown by a Canadian girl up there. Yeah, Wallace is a piece of shit. We probably should make that from the start. No, we did talk about how he likes to make fun of people, but he's also more of a a piece of shit than Teddy is. If you're ranking people in terms of pieces of shit, it goes Michael Parks, 50 feet of, like, space... Then yes. Wallace. Yeah. Then probably Teddy and the girl at the same yeah. time. I'd say Gila Point is another 50 feet down oh, yeah. from that because he's just Point a good is guy. down at the bottom for sure. Yeah. Okay, so now aware that Wallace is in danger, Allie and Teddy fly to Canada. Uh, back at the mansion, Howard continues to mutilate and alter Wallace, to whom he tells his backstory. A orphan, he was physically and sexually abused for five years by the clergy who, fo- clergy who fostered him. And this left him with severe misanthropy saying it's better by far to be a walrus. I don't know where he gets walrus from. I feel like this is missing the part about him being oh, shipwrecked. Oh, they, they don't talk about that. That's the thing he tells Wallace yeah, as his story. I was like, I, like, yeah, they don't tell you in this wiki about the real fact of how he met Mr. Tusk, too. They well, don't he also was on, he was on a ship. He gives Wallace a quote, and he says, Always do sober what you do drunk, and it'll teach you to keep your mouth shut. And Wallace knows that quote. Yeah. And he says, that's Hemingway. And he goes, he said that. And he goes, he goes, yes, he did. And he goes, and he said it to me. Mm-hmm. And it's because he was shipwrecked because he knew Hemingway during World War II. Yeah. He was on like this island. The he, walrus. The walrus Mr. was his Tuss friend, but he had to kill it and eat it. Because it was like he had to kill it and eat it like a day before he was rescued or whatever. Yeah. I think it was like super weird timing. Yeah, and like, so he regrets that a little bit. So anyway, so, okay. So that's why he says it's, Better to be a walrus at this point. So he then sews Wallace into a walrus costume made of human skin. Complete. Did you know it was human skin? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can tell. Complete with tusks made from the tibia bones of Wallace's severed leg. That I did not realize at first. That's that's a nice little touch that they throw away if you aren't really paying attention to the dialogue. And then... That's where it ends on how they mutilate him. They don't go any farther than that. So I mean, that's that's when you first see him. I'll say it too. And I I looked up a list here. Uh-huh. Horror in 2014 from Wikipedia. I'm going through it. I don't know if there is a better movie than this in 2014 for horror. I don't know. I mean, Creep is really good. I didn't see that. That would be the first thing I would say. But I mean, like, I'm just going through it. It Follows is the only thing that I think Oh, contends. yeah, that's a good one. I didn't realize that was 2014. Holy also, shit. Also, Life After Beth happens this year. Oh. So, you know, so, you know this is in the same year. Yeah, they put out two about, horror movies in We talked about that one. We did. Yeah, yeah. Go back and listen to the other episodes, guys. It gets good at Enemy. You can skip those first five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really... Just, that's. I think we've come to that conclusion. What We Do in the Shadows comes out. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, no, this is as strong as anything. When you get the reveal of him in the walrus suit... Oh, my God. <clears throat> it's Trey upsetting. It's so upsetting. And it's even more upsetting when they show you the, um, the plans that he's made on the wall of, like, how he's going to sew the suit onto him and how he has to it, cut it, the human body well, and, like... 
It's, it's very Silence fucking, of the Lambs. Yeah. Like, he actually kind of nails, like... It's almost worse than Silence of the Lambs. You get to see more detail and more of, like, what... To a certain extent, Buffalo yeah. Bill was trying to probably do. Well, Buffalo Bill had a pretty simple idea. He's like, he I'm gonna sell me a, a woman suit. suit. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm gonna sell me a woman suit. <laughs> this is complex and disgusting. Yeah, like, this is, like... This is, like, how many it, people have had to go down to get that He much needed flesh? it to work, too. Yeah. He needed it to be, a like, a real walrus. He wanted it to look like a walrus, move like a walrus act like one okay they actually got like a pretty like pretty large and heavy special effects artist i bet it was amazing it was terrifying so a local detective puts Allie and teddy in touch with gila point a former surit du quebec inspector i'm pretty sure i said all that wrong so i apologize who has been hunting howard for years in a local burger joint la point reveals that howard nicknamed the first wife yes i would like to give a couple of shout outs there the detective who points teddy and ally to them is ralph garman he was one of kevin smith's podcast hosts oh, for hollywood babylon mm-hmm. they do meet in a burger shop to meet gila point who is played by johnny, johnny depp, depp who looks nothing like no, johnny it, no, depp it's, at it's, all it's a disappearing role like does in, not in a, sound like him either it is once you hear it if mm. you know johnny depp's shitty little affectations kind of. yeah, you're yeah, yeah, like yeah. Oh, i see him and I the woman who known. serves them, the is... burger, is Kevin Smith's wife, Jennifer Schwalbe. Oh, I did not know yes, that. These people have all been in my life for a long time. I know everything about most of them yeah. in terms of like their time okay. with all this bullshit. They deserve shout outs. Fair enough. His cast is just littered with people. Family who are, and friends, I feel like. Well, we're going to yeah. get to another one yeah. in a minute. LaPointe reveals that Howard, nicknamed the first wife, has been kidnapping and murdering people for years. And he believes Wallace may still be alive, but not as they remember him foreshadowing so howard conditions wallace hold, hold on let's pause there let's pause there with the how they remember johnny depp gives like a seven minute monologue yeah more more dialogues about, and more monologues about, but it also paints the picture of why howard is such a dangerous oh, person yeah. to like be involved with did you notice that the camera starts super far back and just keeps getting closer yeah. like it's a really nice effect like he actually gives him a lot to work yeah. with and they had Johnny Depp for three days. Yeah, they had to do a lot, I feel like, like in that they, time I mean, frame. It, he, like, he basically said, he's like, I need one scene of you outside. And he goes, I need you at this restaurant. He goes, that's yeah. all you have to do. And he's yeah. like, he goes, if you have, he goes, if you can do it in three days, he's like, I can do it. LaPointe tells them all this, like how he's been looking for him and gives them all the details of like how he ran into him once and how he could have captured him that one time at he that. Th- he thinks it's him. That cabin. And he's like, I'm pretty sure it's him. And he killed what a Canadian... Gregory, Gregory Gantry. Yes. <laughs> I could have said Gregory Gantry, but yes. I did not. I'm not even doing the accent. I can't do it. No. You know what it is? It's a French accent. It's like a French accent with a Canadian accent. It's very in. strange. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. Freudian accent. So, okay. So Howard then. French. Can, we move back to Howard <laughs> where he conditions Wallace to think and act like a walrus. Okay. First of all, they're not even painting the right picture. The first time you see him with Wallace after you see the reveal of Wallace He's laying against Wallace shirtless and it's so fucked up because you're like, there's definitely a sexual element to this somewhere, but I don't know where it is. Yeah, you're 95% sure he raped that walrus. Wallace the or Wallace. Yeah. I mean, mean, his name is Wallace. Yeah, yeah. uh I mean, the other thing about it too is, is that like, it's also this weird, like, 
you also feel bad because like he was like fucking abused as a kid. Mm. Like I know yeah. you can't I know you can't forgive what he's done. Where's that empathy with serial killers? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, like I I feel like again there's that serial killer but thing. But also too, where, we never see that, so we don't know if that's true. That's what I mean. Yeah. How much of that is actually yeah, facts, exactly. right? So well, Howard then reveals that shortly after being rescued, he had killed and eaten Mr. Tusk to survive. Um overcome with guilt, he has spent the last 15 years turning his victims into his beloved savior in attempt to relive their last days and give Mr. Tusk another chance at survival. With Howard dressed in his own homemade pelt, they jumped ahead here. Let's go back here. So he tells them he's been turning his victims into walruses. The walruses. And he For tells, 15 years. He basically, I believe if you were, if I'm le- reading it correctly, he says... He believes Wallace is now Mr. Tusk. Yeah, he. there's like, no more Wallace. There is Wallace no more is Wallace. dead. And he says, like, you weren't ready for me last time. It wasn't yeah. fair when I killed you. He goes, I want you to have an adequate chance yeah. to fight for your life. So it's almost like a game to him. It's like a, yeah, he wants because to... Because there are other dead walruses in That's there. That's the thing. Okay, so first he throws him a fish and says, if you're gonna, if you're hungry, you're gonna eat it, basically. I'll, like a dead fish. No cooked, nothing like a walrus eats is a dead fish, right? Yep. Throws him the fish and he fucking eats it. Then he tells him he's gonna swim and fucking just throws the fat fucking walrus into the, into the water and he, of course, sinks because he's not a walrus. It's so great when he has that chain around his tail and you're just like he's mm-hmm. going in that water like it was terrifying and they and when he goes in the water you see all the dead walruses before him and you know this is not the first time no, he's done no, this, this. Is at not, this point this is not this is not howard house it's been first time confirmed at the that yeah. this is not the first walrus oh oh johnny depp was right oh fuck lapointe yeah LaPointe. Oh, Aguila point was on to something god damn it and then and then he swims up to the top saving himself and then at that point too I think that before they fight, Howard ends up in the water with him, like swimming with him, swimming with him shirtless again. And And again, it's so so creepy because, you know, there's dead walruses in that fucking water. I think when you, you hit a know certain it. level of crazy, it just doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, again, what you want serial is the thing killers. That is the thing that you hook into. It's fucking nuts. Okay, so now we jump back to Howard, who makes his own homemade walrus suit. The two become engaged in a fight that ends with Wallace impaling Howard on his tusks. Howard dies, but is satisfied to have fulfilled his life's mission at last. Sure. So, yeah, that's how Howard Howard goes. He's gone. And at this point, LaPointe, Allie, and Teddy enter the enclave as Wallace bellows victoriously, much to their horror. So they have now found him. Yeah. And LaPointe is, like, I guess, you know, excited that he found him finally. And then Allie and Teddy are terrified. What would you do if you found your best friend in... Well, I guess boyfriend. It'd be, I guess, girlfriend for me. So you would find me. Yeah. Well, I no, but I mean, if we're saying it's a male person. Yeah. So you find me is yeah. the question. And you're saying if I find my best yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, and And it's it's Annie with me, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, you find Nathan. Yeah, I find Nathan suit. as, like, a walrus suit. I'm, I'm like, damn, he did not have to use barely any skin because of how thin <laughs> Nathan is. That's the first thing I would tell him. I'd be like, think about that. That means he probably hasn't killed that many people, which is pretty cool. <laughs> like, um, I mean, I don't know, like... Like, but I mean, what would I do? I'd probably shoot him in the head. That's what I would like, do. I honestly would. I would, I would like, not leave if him alive. If you're asking alive. me now, if you ever find me alive, I'll kill you. sewed into a walrus, just... I'll just, take you yeah. out. There'd like, be no hesitation. Go find more guns, too, just to make oh, sure. Oh, but that's a big part they never talk about, is that 
they don't like guns. Teddy doesn't like guns. It is interesting. It's kind of comes back around, remember? Because yeah. in the beginning, they somewhat mention that he's not a gun person. Yeah. And it comes back around later that he has to use a gun and he can't do yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah it's and kind I of a weird think, undertone. I don't think she can either. No, they can't kill him. Um, we didn't talk about how they got to find Wallace. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. It doesn't say in here. They cut out two of the most pivotal characters who get a spinoff movie later, and I don't think it's through A24, so we don't have to talk about it. Harley Quinn Smith and Lily Rose Depp, who are the two girls who work at the Quickie Mart, or the, I think it's the Stop and Go. Stop and Go, yeah. Yeah. and That's right, Kevin Smith's daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter, yes, who are who best are, friends, Who are best friends much. in real life, and if you don't know Harley Quinn Smith... Watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She's very apparently mm-hmm. in that movie. Like, when yeah. she's one of the Manson girls, but you'll know who she is. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, they play a big role in helping them find them. Yeah. Find Wallace. Yeah. It's pretty... They're pretty funny in it, I'm not gonna lie. Kind of sassy little brats, for sure. They like, are sassy Typical teenage brats. girls. Yes. Yeah. Who work at a stop and Mr. go. Mr. Mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Talking shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> Hate American guys. All right. So, moving back. So, okay. So, they can't kill Wallace. So what happens is uh, one year later, Wallace, still sewn into the pelt, lives in a wildlife sanctuary. Allie and Teddy visit him and feed him a mackerel. (laughs) In a flashback, Allie tells Wallace that her weeping grandfather told her that crying separates humans from animals. Allie tells Wallace she still loves him before walking off crying. Tears run down Wallace's face as he bellows, implying that the human part of Wallace may not be completely gone. Yeah, he's really blubbering. Ah, nice. That is stupid. That was yes. good. <laughs> no, no, that was incredible. That was Me. funny. Okay. Um, we didn't also talk about this, too. They completely cut out the scene where Genesis Rodriguez cries. Where the oh, camera's yeah. moving in on her, and you and you don't know who she's talking to till later, but it's oh, Teddy. Oh, yeah. And she does that confession about how she hates herself for cheating with, mm-hmm. with him, but like also like she knows that he's being a piece of shit, too. We didn't talk about that. And that's also the scene where it talks about where it goes back and it shows her telling him not to go to Canada. Yeah, yeah. And she's almost the harbinger of she the whole She is. Of the she whole says, thing. don't she's go. Like, yeah, she's like, I don't want something bad to happen yeah, to you. And then this fucking happens. It does. So... And this is the scene where she talks to him and she's like, I like, I miss the old Wallace who was mm-hmm. like, I guess, nicer. Yeah. Because that's what the whole scene yeah. is about. Mm-hmm. The whole movie, he deserves what happens to him because he's making fun of people who have had tragedy in their life. And yeah. now tragedy has kind of befallen him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what the scene at the end is about where she's like, it's okay to cry because that makes you, that makes you human. Yeah. And you do see him cry. So you're like, there is something there. Again, though, I would have killed him. That's a disgustingly sad way to live, and he is so traumatized, and it's just horrible, I feel like. Yeah. And then they have this in here as well. And did we watch the post-credit scene? Did you know there was a post-credit scene? It It says, in a brief post-credit scene, LaPointe is seen clutching his stomach in gastrointestinal distress, berating himself for having eaten a second burger earlier. Oh, I did know that existed. I forgot it was on there, though. That's funny. They put that in here, so that's hilarious. It's because he smashes his burger. He does, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And that is our movie. Man. (sighs) Yeah. What a movie. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Hmm. So, he shot this. All on his own dime. Yeah. And then he sold it to A24. Wow. Yeah. It makes sense for an A24. Like, if you had told me A24 had come up with this, like, I would have have been like, that makes sense. Yeah, and they got him as, like, an attachment. I'd be like, yeah, that would make sense. But no, this is all him. I will attach in the show notes the 
link to hear the episode where they talk about this. Because this is based on not a real incident, like someone got their leg cut off type of thing. Oh, but yeah. But there was a guy who put up a viral prank online saying someone had to show up to their house and they could stay there rent-free for vacation. And it was in like a nice part of town. But what they had to do every day at like two o'clock was dress in this walrus suit that he had sewed mm-hmm. like out of like, like, like fabric and stuff. And they had to pretend to be a walrus for 40 minutes for him. Yeah. Like it came from an actual person's mind. Like they thought of like, yeah. you know. And they talked about it on their, on Kevin Smith's show, Smodcast one day. And it's called The Walrus in the Cover. I think it's episode 143. They fucking are nuts, man. It's such a funny episode because... They essentially write the entire movie on that show. Yeah. Really kind of like write the movie scene for scene. It's pretty insane. Like they talk about the scene with the final walrus fight. They talk about throwing him the mackerel, which is another upsetting moment in that movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's really interesting to watch him and Scott kind of work that together. That's pretty cool, though. It is. So I guess we're now on to gradings, ratings, and settling the score. I think we are. What are you going to give Mr. Tusk? Um, I am going to give it a B24. I'm also going to give it a B24. Wow. I know. I think you were expecting an A. I was expecting an A. I'm surprised. Why not an A? Uh, the first, like, three times I saw this in theaters, unlike the rest of you who didn't help this movie in one iota, I was like, yeah, this is the, the greatest fucking horror movie of this year. And in some ways it is. I don't think there's a lot that actually stands up to it. But in multiple watches, it gets a little slower in the second half, and... The stuff with Depp is a little plotting at this point. Oh. It's funny for sure, especially if you don't know it's him and you can watch yeah. it with people who don't know it's Johnny Depp. I had no clue. Yeah, that's probably why. Why do you give it a B24? Um, I think it was uh, entertaining enough, but creepy enough to capture my interest. I mean, I would never watch this movie again, though. Like, unless I was forced into it because it was disgusting. Oh. Uh. So, Yeah. But I can't say it wasn't well made, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Definitely well, probably should have gotten better reviews from other people. I just I wanted like. it to make more money. Yeah. He literally said on the podcast, I think we could do this for $3 million and we would make a lot of money back. He literally shot it for like 3.2. Wow. And like, it made no money. I feel yeah, so. that's what I mean. Like, yeah. I wish it, it probably, it was very well done, I think, for what the fuck the kind of movie it was. <laughs> What is the next numbered episode that we're doing? 13. Number 13. Ugh, unlucky. No, lucky 13. No, 13 is incredibly unlucky. Maybe in your eyes. No, in most people's eyes. And I'm not going to put that on the next movie because it'll probably mean I'd want to kick the shit out of it for no reason. What is the next movie? Well, that's not important because we're going to make the 13th episode a special episode. Every 13 episodes, guys, like there are months in a year. Once you've hit 12, it's over. And of course, every season... You have awards season. Oh, yeah. Once yes. a season. And let me tell you, the A24-7 awards are coming. And who knows who could be one of the lucky people, artists, actors, directors, whoever, to take home a 24Z. Well, a 24Z, that's cute. You, I like, like, you that. like that? Okay, yeah. good. I don't um, have an opening for next week's show now. <laughs> Um, I will say, how does this work? How do our awards work? You pick mine, I pick yours, since there's only two of us here, correct? That is true. No, we will not be having a third impartial judge pick. Although, I gotta tell you, maybe, maybe for one, maybe if we can ever get a Patreon going, 
and someone donates 400 awards, they get to pick the... <laughs> you and I still nominate, but they get to pick the A24 awards that for that cycle. Funny. Yeah. Miss Brianna Hickey and I are going to take a look back. This is like, this is what you call a retrospective show. This is where, but we're, we're looking only back 12 episodes. And we are going to take a look at the 12 movies that we have done in the last 12 episodes. And do you want to read them with me back to back? The last 12 movies? Yeah. That we've watched? You okay. Go ahead, go ahead and pull uh, A Glimpse Inside the Mind of Charles Swan III. Ginger and Rosa. Spring Breakers. The Bling Ring. The Spectacular Now. Enemy. Under the Skin. Lock. Obvious Child. The Rover. Life After Beth. And of course, the one we talked about this week, Tusk. So those are the first 12 movies. So logically speaking, let's pretend there are 12 movies, 12 months in a year. That's the end of the season. So that is when we do our awards show. And the A24-7 Awards, where they can win the 24s, there are several categories involved. And of course, we're going to tell you those categories now, but we won't tell you the nominees until next week. So we've got Best Picture. We've got Best Actress. We've got Best Supporting Actress. We've got Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor. We've got Best Costume. We've got Best Cinematography. And we've got Best Director. And we have Best Song. And then we have two special categories as well. Mm-hmm. And we'll find out what those are next week. Yes, we, are going we to did keep... not tell each other. No, we did not. We may have told each other one night, actually. No, no we didn't do that? No, we did tell yeah, each other one night, but I forgot. Yeah. Well, it well, doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't remember what don't the other categories are. Either. So we're back to square one. <laughs> Woo! Yes, exactly. Crushing that one. Exactly. <laughs> Turn your volume down just a smidge. There you go. Okay. Yes. Oh my god. Yelling into the yes, microphone. Yes, that's you. Well, you are close enough to the microphone. You said get closer, so I what did. do you want I from did. me? Well, obviously to turn your volume down. <laughs> so yeah, for next week, guys, it's the A24-7 Awards, and we will be bringing it to you live. The way it's going to work is the categories I picked, she gets to pick the winner from, and the categories she picked, I get to pick the winner from, and then we both bring four best pictures to the table, and we're going to talk about each nominee in it and kind of go through it. It's a little retrospective show to just kind of see what we thought was like the top of the heap, can't be beat. And yeah, after that, um, I would tell you what the next 24 award is, but we have a special announcement once again. It's weirdly like two special announcements in a row. Yeah. So for... You want to tell them where they can find us? Yeah, so you can find us on Instagram at bnb underscore presents underscore, where you'll find both of our individual ones. My photography one is bdh underscore imagery, and Ben's is at movie loving lucha eighty seven. And um, I'm a really you can also I yeah, don't post anything. you can also find him on Twitter at et critic for the and... empty theater critic. Yes, he also will not respond to you there unless it's about movies, no. so don't try to talk to him. He does not like people. <laughs> I am like a, I am like the bridge troll of Twitter, except with movie reviews. Who dares watch Blade Runner 2049 under my bridge? <laughs> like, it's like that. Yeah. Well, for... He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, for A24-7, I have, of course, been one of your hosts, Ben, and joining me as always... Brianna. You got out of the walrus suit. I can't. I'm not in the walrus suit anymore. I can't. (laughs) She found out there was a human side. It was terrifying to be inside of there. It smelled bad. Yes. Mm -hmm. I won't go back. (laughs) And guys, make sure you keep it here 24-7 for A24. And before we take it off the air, I, of course, have to ask the question, what was the best non-A24 thing you saw? 
this week. Best Nani 24 thing I saw so far was House of Dragon finally came out. This is what again? The Game of Thrones prequel, I yeah. believe. How, do you, how are you finding it? I don't know where it's... Uh, HBO Max, I think. Yeah. I think. It is. Yeah. It's good. You guys should watch it. It's a lot of fun. <sighs> if you like that kind of stuff, if you hate that kind of stuff, just don't even do it, honestly. Let's see. What was the thing I watched this week that I really enjoyed? Oh, I watched Hard Boiled yesterday. That is just the most violent movie I've ever seen. And yet, at the same time, it's so funny. Man, it's good. Sounds awful. Yeah, it's really not for you. Yeah. (laughs) But man alive, do I love Hard Boiled. Well, guys, like I said, keep it here 24-7 for A24. And we'll see you next week when we go to Hollywood to give our betters their uh, accolades. Woo! Hollywood. Hooray for Hollywood. Yada-da-da-da-da. Hollywood.